Welcome to Leadership Behind the Scenes with me, Nomi Natan, Executive Coach and Leadership Consultant. In this podcast, we champion human-friendly leadership because you're human first and leader second. We share tips and insights on how you can increase your impact and influence so you can be the leader you've always dreamt of being and feel proud when you look in the mirror. Hello and welcome to this episode of Leadership Behind the Scenes. Today we're talking about trust because building trust is such a core element of being a great leader. If you want to get the best out of people, you need to know how to build trust. And there is a quick way, there is a trick that's simple and straightforward and speaks to the way that human beings are wired. And we're going to talk about that today. Now take a breath and let's dive in. I often ask people, what does it take to build trust? Trust is a big deal in my kind of work in coaching and in leadership consulting. And so when I ask this question, people very often say, well, it takes time. And then they look kind of uncertain because they know that that doesn't feel like that's the full answer, right? And you know this if you think about about your own life, right? There are people you've known for a really long time and you don't necessarily trust them. And then there are people that you've known for a split second and you trust them. It just feels right to trust them because that's the thing about trust. It's a God level thing. It's an intuitive thing. It's not a rational thing. And of course, there are things that make us trust people more easily. So there's all kinds of information we pick up on. Some of it we do have factually, and some of it is sort of what we think we make sense of when we pick up on the person. So for example, it really helps us trust people when we when we feel like this person has my best interests at heart. This person will look out for me, and it isn't just about them. That helps. And then it depends on what kind of trust relationship you're looking to have. But, you know, for example, if you're hiring a new accountant, well, you want to trust that person much more easily if you know that they have some qualifications and some experience, some expertise in that area. So they're credible in what they're doing. And then it also really helps us trust people when we feel like, Yes, when they say something, I know that they will do that. Their word matters. And when they make a promise, I know that they will deliver. So when they're reliable, that helps us. And then there's the last category. There's the last category that helps us trust people, which is what we could call closeness or connectedness or intimacy. So how much do we feel like we actually know them and we feel invested in them and them in us? And that kind of stuff often takes time to build, you know, that kind of closeness. And if you think about it, there are friends in your life probably where you've been through something together and you trust them more because you've both invested in something. 
But of course, this is where time does matter because as you go up the ranks of leadership, you do have less time and more people to build strong relationships with. And trust is a key element in all strong relationships. You need it for high-performing teams and you need it for developing other people into great leaders and you need it for getting the best out of people. So how can you build this form of close, connected intimacy quickly and in a way that also feels appropriate work-wise, right? Because there's a difference for what you want to do personally when you're with your friends and with your workmates. That's okay that there is some difference. Now, some people build this kind of feeling of, of closeness and intimacy in a toxic way. The toxic way of doing it is by sharing something that feels a little bit secret and very often is about talking about other people. So it could sound like this. Did you know, did you know that Peter in procurement, did you know what he did last week and how he did this thing in this meeting? Did you hear about it? Or maybe it's, oh, well, I just heard a story about the new head of marketing and in her old company, when she was launching this project, da, 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 and so and so. And do you know what I mean? You can probably feel it even as I'm saying it. It feels icky and it's toxic talking about other people in a non-respectful way. You know, everyone's done that from time and another, but it's really unhealthy, unhelpful And it's fake closeness. For a second, we might feel like, hey, we're sharing a secret. And so therefore, we're in the same club and therefore there's a certain kind of closeness. But it's not genuine and it's not solid. And hey, if this person will talk about other people, I, I wonder what they will say behind my back, right? <laughs> That's what we're thinking. If they do it about other people, they probably do it about me too. So much more helpful is a new motto I'm going to give you. And the new motto is go deep on one detail instead of going general. So what do I mean? Well, if you ask me, how was your week? I could give this answer. Well, it was very busy. I ran one workshop with one organization and then at the other end of the week, I did a team development workshop. And in between that, it, I mean, I had loads of calls and so much on and I picked up the girls several days that week and, and it was good, you know, busy as, as it is with young kids. And we had some new shelves put into the house and we had a lot on. I mean, there was so much happening this week. But I mean, in another way, it was just a normal week. It's bland, isn't it? It's boring. I'm sure you're not really interested because it's just very vague. And in many ways, it could be anyone's week. It's really not very personal. So let's go deep on one detail. Ask me the question again. So how was your week? The cows are back. I know that's going to sound silly because I'm a city girl and I have never thought that I would be interested in cows. But here I am living next to this gorgeous meadow and I found myself actually really liking seeing the cows grassing on the meadow. And I, I don't think I knew how much I appreciated the cows until they came back this week because they've been missing this whole winter. 
I don't know where the cows go in the winter, whether they go on someone's plate or whether they go indoor. It did look like different cows that were back, I have to say. But when I saw that there were cows on the meadow, not only did it make me smile because I knew my my youngest one, she would come when I picked her up from nursery and she would say, Moo Dare, Moo Dare. She, of course, still learning to speak and she calls them Moo and she says, There, meaning they're over there. And the whole winter she's been saying, Moo Ohm. She can't say H. So she says, Moo Ohm, Moo's home. As in they're not here, they must be at home. And so I knew that was going to happen. But what I didn't quite realize is how grounding it felt to look at a cow just standing there, grassing, eating a little bit, looking into the air, not doing very much. And it calmed me in a strange way, having scanned so many headlines about Brexit and trying to figure out what's going on and, you know, the busyness of my own life, just knowing there are cows there are cows there just grassing. It sort of made me feel grounded and like everything will be okay. Do you notice the difference? Okay, I went off on a tangent, right? I got really into my cow story. But that's the thing. When you talk deeply about one detail, you will be more engaged. Your heart will be more engaged. And if your heart is more engaged, it will be much more likely that the person you're talking to is much more engaged. They will want to listen. And as they're engaged, they'll remember you. I mean, that's a big part of building trust is they will connect to you, build you, feel your heart, feel something personal about you. And the other thing to remember is as human beings, we're actually wired to remember stories. In the good old days, many thousands of years ago or whenever it was, we handed down information, not through books, but through storytelling. So this is what our mind is wired for, storytelling. And it also helps you to stand out from everyone else. You know, don't be bland and general and vague and just gray. Be a personality and people will have it much easier to, I don't know if it's fall in love with you, but definitely to feel engaged and interested in you. And so now you might associate me with cows, which is hilarious because of course, that's not what most people that known me for a long time would think about. But it's that thing, I shared something deeply personal, one detail, and you choose, you choose what you share about and how vulnerable you want to get. I don't feel vulnerable talking about my feelings about cows, but you can talk about your breakfast or your kids, or you can choose never to talk about your kids. You can talk about whatever you want, but instead of, you know, when someone asks you, how was that conference last week? And you say, well, the networking was pretty decent. There were a lot of sessions. I I was going through loads of them. And yeah, overall, I think it was worth the investment and I'm glad I went. Um, that's okay, but probably what's much more interesting if if you tell them about one moment and you say, oh, you know, there was this one moment where I went into a session and I thought, uh-oh, I want to get out of here. I mean, this session is so not right for me. And just as you were about to get up and leave, they closed the doors and everyone was looking at you. So you sat down again and uh and then suddenly you you listen to this thing that was not relevant at all, but there was something in there that made you think about your project and gave you a new thought. 
right? It's much more interesting to paint a picture, share the detail rather than the vague, boring summary. Investing in relationships really matter. Building trusts really matter. And if you give something personal of you to those relationships, other people will give more of themselves to you too. Most people don't do this because they think that it's too personal and I'm at work or it it just takes too long. But it really doesn't. Go deep on one detail. Don't tell them your whole life story. One detail, that's all it takes, and going deep on that. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your friends and colleagues. And it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review in iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, wherever it is that you're listening, as it will help other people find the podcast. If you don't want to miss another episode, do subscribe here and head over to norminatan.com and sign up for my email list too. Now take a breath. Because no matter how busy we are, there's always time to breathe. Have a great day.